those type of things just really helped me lock in more than ever. It really doesn't matter, but uh, I've been as locked in as I've ever been in my career. What is up, everybody? It's your favorite podcast back again with another episode. We're locking in. Hope you are, too. We got a lot to get into today. There's a lot of stuff to to really break down. Obviously, playoffs coming up this weekend, so we got a nice little episode for you guys. So buckle in. It's going to be a fun one. And just right out of the gate coming, you know, hell's blazing here. You, we got to flex a little bit because, you know, we talked in the last episode about Kansas rent money. Put your rent money on Kansas. And what happened? They hit. I mean, plus nine Kansas. They hit plus nine and a half. They hit. And I mean, this was one that was really never in doubt for me. I mean, some people say, oh, yeah, you know, he buried a half court buzzer beater in garbage time to get the cover. But that's just how the game goes. I mean, that's just, you know, sometimes you're on the, the right end of it. Sometimes you're on the wrong end of it. I was never sweating this one for a minute. I mean, what did you think, Spaz? I mean, what, what are your thoughts on the on the KU rent money here game? Rock chalk, you know, you gotta love to see it. Don't got much else to say about it. Sucks, uh, KU sucks this year. Kentucky sucks this year. North Carolina sucks this year. Duke sucks this year. Yeah. You know, uh, Duke, Kentucky, North Carolina are all unranked for the first time since 1961 when JFK was president. Yeah, that's absolutely crazy. I saw that stat earlier. I thought that was just mind-blowing. And, again, we talked last episode just about the kind of the craziness of this season. But, I mean, geez, you talk about Duke, UK, UNC, the Blue Bloods. The Blue Bloods, as some people call them. I don't call them the Blue Bloods, but some people call them that. And, you know, they're all unranked. Last time we saw that, there was a, a Democratic blue president. So, I mean, maybe there's a little bit of a conspiracy going on. Now we have another blue president, as in Joe Biden. And I don't know. There could be something going on here in the wings. I'm not sure. Maybe the fix is in. Maybe Biden is a Baylor fan. I'm not sure. But I, I'm not going to speculate too much on that. The game that I do want to speculate on is your team, your Hawkeyes. What, no, what in the hell happened to the Hawkeyes? They play a shitty team, Indiana. And they go down, not only do they go down, they go down hard, 81-69. They were big favorites in that one. What happened? Garza can't do it all by himself. Simple as that. You know, he had 28 points. Every single game he carries that team on his back. But, you know, some of these guys got to step up. McCaffrey, five points in 31 minutes. That's just unacceptable. Cannot do it all. By himself, by himself. I hope they figure it out before March Madness comes around. Yeah, it, yeah. And you talk about. I had a little voice crack there. I think I was getting a little emotional just talking about how bad Bohannon's experience was in that game. I mean, I don't <laughs> know if you saw that, but zero points, thirty-three minutes on the floor. You know, if you have zero points and you're playing maybe five, ten minutes, that's okay. The guy puts thirty-three on the floor, goes zero for nine shooting, and then zero for eight from three. I mean, at what point do you just sit down and just be like, it's, it's not my day. Don't give me the rock. Don't <laughs> let me shoot this thing. I mean, I again, I blame Bohannon, obviously, but, you know, when a guy's 05, 06, 07, just stop passing this guy the damn ball. And, you know, again, he just – he could not get it done. Zero points. I'm going to put that right now, and we'll see if something happens throughout the season. But that is my official stinker of the week as far as you know performance goes I don't think we're gonna see anything worse than that this year obviously I could be wrong but you know talking about stinkers of the week we have Tennessee going to Florida and they go down hard I mean this is another obviously you know we talked about Iowa going down hard 81 69 I mean Tennessee went down way harder 75 49 they got smoked 
I mean, is there is there really a, a team in your mind that is strong? Obviously, again, we have the Baylor Bears, we have Gonzaga, but is there another team in your mind that even can make a run at this damn thing? No, not at all. And I think Tennessee should have, you know, taken notes from their football team and gave in some more basketball recruits and McDonald's bags filled with cash. Maybe that way they wouldn't have got embarrassed. They are now 10 and 2. I think they're going to fall out of the top 10. Uh, there's no other really contender. I mean, Houston has a weak schedule. I don't like the AAC conference this year in basketball. Michigan, you know, I don't, I don't think they have enough experience. So uh, out besides Baylor and Gonzaga, I don't think there is a real deal team. Villanova, they have all these games postponed with COVID. They need to play some more to show me that they're the real deal. Yeah, no, I totally agree. And I, I guess just kind of touching on Michigan a little bit, obviously they got, they kind of got exposed in the last week, but I, that's my team. Again, you know, I hate Gonzaga. I think they're frauds. They're not even power five. I mean, you talk about frauds of a team. They have played absolutely nobody as of late. I know early in the season, they kind of had, you know, a couple tough opponents, but I don't know. I mean, they just, they're not a real team. If I have to eat my words later in the season, if they're in the Final Four, so be it. But I'm telling you right now, I got Michigan over over Gonzaga for sure. But, again, it's going to be really interesting to see what happens. You know, we're here in the later parts of January. Things are definitely starting to heat up in basketball. We got conference tournaments coming in soon. Obviously, big March Madness coming in soon. So it's going to be fun. It's going to be a lot of fun to talk about that and really see what happens. I would love to see any team from the Big Ten make a run. They seem to in March, but we'll definitely see. We'll definitely see. And then also, too, just the big news of the day. I have to get to this because, obviously, I'm the baseball guy. I'm the baseball fan. RIP to an absolute legend. Hank Aaron passed away this morning. His sister confirmed. And, oh, I'm sorry, his daughter confirmed. And this, is, this one is, is tough for me just because he was the true home run king, as all baseball fans actually know, who aren't Giants fans. The cheater, Barry Bonds, he cheated his way to the top, and he barely passes Hank Aaron. So, again, Hank Aaron, true, true, true home run king, in my opinion, gone at 86 years old. I don't know what the cause of death was, but, again, that's definitely a sad moment, too. And then also, too, is we're doing a moment of silence here. George Springer goes to the Blue Jays. He's officially dead. The Blue Jays suck. They're always going to suck. Uh, you know, they just they don't have the team to, to really make a run. And, again, I get they have the young guys. They got Guerrero Jr. They got Bo Bichette. But – you know what, they just, they're not focusing on what they need to, and that's obviously pitching. They get rid of Stroman in the last couple of years, and I don't know. I, I don't like the Blue Jays, so RIP to Hank Aaron, RIP to George Springer. I mean, I know you're not crazy into baseball, but, I mean, what, what do you think as far as, as the news coming in about George Springer and obviously Hank Aaron as well? I'm going to be brutally honest, and I know I'm going to get canceled for this. <laughs> I got no idea who Hank Aaron is. Dude. Is that the dude who looks like Mr. Queen? Dude, okay, come on. That's that's not even funny. That's like me saying I don't know who Michael Jordan is. I really don't. And another thing uh, I got to say is the Mets GM, man, he's sending crazy dick pics. He, I thought the Mets were going to get George Springer. All that yeah. time wasted on sending dick pics, he could have sent some Texas Springer's agent. Yep. And can we just kind of take for a moment here – that and I know we have one Mets fan as a listener, Mark. If you're listening, you know it's just Mets going to Met. I mean, this is a typical example of the Mets being a Met. It's so funny to see last year. Obviously, the whole cheating scandal with the Astros broke. They hired Jen, or I'm sorry, just the the, the coach, the head coach, um, Carlos Beltran. He doesn't even get to coach a single game. He gets suspended. He gets kicked off the team. And now, a couple weeks ago. They bring in this new GM. He doesn't even get to manage a game. He doesn't get to manage the team. So last year we have, um, you know, Carlos Beltran not even managing a game. Now we have 
the Mets GM not managing game. I mean, it's just a typical thing. Mets going to Mets. Still going to be a great team. I don't think it matters who the GM of that team is right now. They got, you know, they got what they needed to with Lindor. So we'll see there. But yeah, really bizarre story with that one. I mean, it, it happened four years, four or five years ago now. And absolute psychopath. This guy, the reports were coming in that this guy had sent 62 text messages straight in a row obviously one including the dick pic there and it was just like geez op dude settle down i mean at what point do you stop sending text messages i mean what i I guess what goes through a guy's mind like that you know yeah complete sociopath that just is the embodiment of everyone who's ever worked in baseball can't get a girl (laughs) so they just harass them but uh it kind of reminds me though of uh the lions new coach if you want to switch over to the nfl what's going on with that guy is he on meth i I don't know what's going on he was the tight ends coach at new orleans very strange hire he's never been a coordinator why the hell would you hire a tight ends coach especially someone like the saints who they really haven't had any notable tight ends but did you see that guy's uh opening press conference he did not seem like a coach he was just strictly trying to be a motivator but he went off on a tangent about the city of Detroit. What is going on? Yeah, I mean, the guy's an absolute lunatic. But you know what? As a Lions fan, I love it. I think this is exactly who this team needs. You know, we've had just basic coaches, boring coaches, and the Lions suck. Let's not beat around the bush here. The Lions are absolutely terrible. They need a guy like this that's just coked out of his mind. And hopefully he can push this team to maybe get a couple extra wins. Maybe we'll make the playoffs. I don't know. But to go back to your point, he actually was – uh, the interim head coach for the Dolphins a few years back. So he's got a little bit of experience there. Obviously not the best experience to put on your resume, but yeah, I mean, this guy's press conference was wacko. It's just really nice to see him, you know, support the local drug dealers of Detroit <laughs> by buying his cocaine before that press conference. And I also saw he had a comment about 20 years ago at a bonfire at Texas A&M. He had to apologize for today. And I'm not going to even, you know, read the comment. It just makes me upset because Dude, people change from 20 years ago. There's probably stuff that, uh, you know, President Biden might have said 20 years ago that people don't agree with. So this cancel culture is getting out of control. But as far as the Eagles' uh, new head coach, Nick Sirianni, goes, I think the Eagles' thought process were, let's try to take Frank Wright's offense, because Frank Reich was their uh, offensive coordinator during that historical Super Bowl run, and a lot of people credit him for Carson Wentz's success. So I think Howie Roseman and uh, the Knicks, excuse me, the Eagles front office uh, just thought, hey, let's get somebody who is involved with Frank Reich. Hopefully we can fit Carson Wentz. I think Carson Wentz will be the starting quarterback for the Eagles come day one. Yeah, and that that breaks my heart a little bit, just obviously, because Wentz is clearly garbage. The guy just cannot seem to, you know, get the job done when it counts. Again, the only Super Bowl ring that he has is when he was riding the bench the whole time. Obviously, you know me, I'm not a big Wentz guy. But I did want to kind of touch back on your comment about the Lions coach and obviously what he said years back. And I don't know what's going on, too, because I know we talked about it briefly in a, in a podcast. I, I don't think it was the last one, maybe the one before that, but where Justin Thomas obviously made his slur. And as of right now, Ralph Lauren has officially dropped him. He no longer has a sponsor currently, and he's playing in a tournament right now. It's really bizarre to see he's playing in a tournament with a blank T-shirt on because no one wants to pick this guy up right now. Obviously, he's trouble. And then he just admitted, too, that he's going to be going through a training course to help him with that. So really bizarre situation with that. I don't know what's going to go on with the Lions coach. I mean, if this spirals out of control, if CNN picks this thing up, the guy's going to be fired before he even plays a game. So we're kind of <laughs> we're kind of in that time where it's, you know, things from 40 years ago can haunt you. So 
hopefully, you know, in, in 20 years when we're grown up and we're, you know, getting exposed by the media, things are a little bit easier. Cause I know I got some, uh, I got some demons in the closet, but um, staying with the NFL again, huge, huge, huge weekend here, conference championships. We are officially one weekend away from the Super Bowl. Is it just me or has this season absolutely flown by? It, this season has been ridiculously fast, and I think a lot of that has to do with COVID because we didn't really know how the season was going to play out, but it seemed to pan out pretty fine. I'm really excited uh, excited for this weekend. I think this is the best championship uh, weekend we've had in a long time. Yeah, absolutely. And obviously looking at our first game here, I think this is going to be a pretty good game. I'm not going to say it's going to be the better of the two games because I absolutely love Buffalo at Kansas City. But the first game here, we have Tampa Bay plus three traveling to the tundra. They say it's going to be cold. It's going to be Green Bay in the wintertime. What do you expect? But Green Bay favored by three here. Over under set at 51 and a half. I'm just going to throw it over to you. Who do you like here? I mean, who do you like as far as teams and then obviously too if you're leaning either way on the over under what do you think this is my okay antonio brown is out for the bucks uh which does not really affect my decision but this is my guarantee lock of the playoffs guarantee lock of the weekend i got green bay to cover and win i got green bay by about a million aaron Rodgers' revenge game keep in mind he's only thrown five interceptions this season two of them were against the bucks and uh, they were up that game 10-0. Bucks came back to beat them, I believe, 38-10. to And uh, I got Green Bay in this one. I think it's hard to beat Aaron Rodgers twice, especially, uh, you know, in Lambeau. Keep in mind that the weather was supposed to be 21 degrees. Now, today, they're saying it's probably going to be about 39 or 40, Ooh, which wow. is perfect football temperature. Uh, the thing that comes down to really is can you get that interior pressure on Tom Brady? I think Green Bay does do that. Also, I would uh, hit the over, which is at 51 and a half. I think this is going to be a shootout. Love that. Absolutely love that over pick. I'm hitting the over hard here, over 51 and a half. We're definitely going to be tweeting that one out tomorrow, but I'm on the other side of this one for you. Again, I, I think this is going to be a great game. I think this is going to be a really good game. We got two just battling it. And I'm going here. I'm going with three. Not only do I think they – I think they win this game outright, maybe even throw this thing in on a, on a parlay or two on the money line. Again, this he knows the clock is ticking. He absolutely knows the clock is ticking. And I'm sorry, Packers fans, Aaron Rodgers just can't get it done in the playoffs. He always chokes this time of year, cannot get it done. One ring, I mean, people talking about A-Rod the GOAT, A-Rod the GOAT. He's got one ring. I'm sorry, but nobody with one ring is the GOAT. They never will be. He didn't have Bill Belichick. He didn't have Bill Belichick. Since you love TB12 so much, how about we put $12 on this game? I love it. I absolutely love it. Also, too, I mean, we got A-Rod number 12. We got TB number TB12. I absolutely love this bet. 12 bucks. Let's lock that in. And, yeah, again, if you're listening, I'm calling it right now. I called it when we first started this podcast. I said the Buccaneers are going to make a run. Tom Brady, this time of year, I want nobody else on my team. Brady's going to look great. And even with that news that it's going to be a little bit warmer, I absolutely love this. I mean, I love Tampa Bay plus three. I love them to win outright. But, again, I think it's going to be a great game. Obviously, if Green Bay wins, it's not going to be a heartbreaker for me just because I'm not a huge Tom Brady fan. Would love to see him get number seven. But um, moving on to the second game, and this is my favorite game. This is absolutely my favorite game. We got Buffalo, a gritty, gritty, gritty Buffalo team traveling to Kansas City. Kansas City is favored by three, over-under set at 54. And I'm looking right now, as it stands right now, and obviously things are set to change here, but I'm looking at the headline, Kansas City Chiefs quarterback Patrick Mahomes 
says he has cleared concussion protocol and has been cleared to play on Sunday. So that is a huge, huge, huge win for the Chiefs. I think if that is the case, the Chiefs route the Bills. They route them, I'm saying maybe 40 to 28. I know it's not much of a route, but in my head, that's a route this time of year. Conference championship, 12, 12. My pick of the week, it is the Kansas pick, but again, I absolutely love the Chiefs here. What do you think? I said it when we had our playoff preview on this show that I believe the Buffalo Bills are destined to make the Super Bowl this year. 2021, 2020 has been wild years. I think anything can happen. Also, you got, you know, Clyde Edwards Hilaire, questionable. Sammy Watkins, questionable. Le'Veon Bell, questionable. You got uh, Breland, questionable. It's just, I don't think Mahomes, I know Mahomes is going to start and play, but. I don't think he's all the way healthy. The concussion can last, you know, a couple of days. It could last a couple of weeks. All these guys handle concussions differently, especially uh, Mahomes with not suffering too many of those. Also, what happens if Mahomes gets hurt in this game? There's so many factors. I think the Bills are vibing together. The only thing that does scare me is that, you know, the Colts did score 27 or 28 on them. Uh, that is kind of a red flag, but – Overall, I do have the Bills, and you guys know that every single week of the playoffs I've been saying this, Stephon Diggs, guaranteed touchdown, bet it every single week. It's been hitting, bet it for this game. I like the over in this game and the Bills cover. Yep, I, I love the Stephon Diggs bet. I think that's that's just printing money at this point. People talk about, oh, stimulus check, stimulus check. This is your stimulus check. Put your money, Diggs, touchdown, anytime score. And I love the over, too. I think 54, these are two powerhouse teams. Like I said, if it's 40 to uh to 28 obviously that over is going to hit it's going to hit hard and again i love the over here but again i'm on the other side of the gate there with kc minus three obviously a lot up in the air right now like you said about injuries but i believe some of those guys they're going to play maybe limited reps but they're going to play as long as mahomes as long as patty's behind center he's there kc's going to win it um and, and something else interesting to point out is that the bills are 11 5 against the spread and the chiefs are seven and nine yeah, no, absolutely. You also have to, too, take into consideration one of those games. I know it's not much, but one of those seven and nine games was when uh, Chad Henney was quarterback and they ended up losing the game. They were favored by, I think, four or five points. They ended up losing the game. Again, Patty Mahomes, he is the difference maker. He's going to be there. He's going to be playing. Um, love Chiefs minus three. But, again, really it's, it's interesting to kind of see possible playoff matchups, or I'm sorry, Super Bowl matchups, at least for me. So, obviously, I'm predicting here at Tampa Bay, Kansas City Super Bowl. Obviously, you're you're on the exact opposite end with Green Bay Buffalo. But let's say Tampa Bay Kansas City does happen for a minute. This is going to be looked upon as one of the greatest Super Bowls of all time because you have a 43 year old Tom Brady who is known as the goat currently, and then you have a young gun Patrick Mahomes coming in who everyone's saying he's going to be the goat. He's going to be the goat. Obviously, it's too too early to tell right now, but this could be a changing of the guard scene as well. But, I mean, geez, could you imagine if Brady comes out here, if he does get to the Super Bowl, plays Patty Mahomes, and he gets the win? I mean, this would just solidify this guy as the greatest football player of all time, in my opinion. What do you think? I think it would also be historic if it was the Packers Chiefs. You know, that was a Super Bowl one rematch. And uh, just to see Aaron Rodgers into that game, the storyline of him overcoming Tom Brady and him having this MVP season after the Packers just draft Jordan Love uh, versus Mahomes, who obviously is up next to be 
the GOAT or could be the GOAT. So I think either way, if it is Chiefs uh, Packers or Chiefs Bucks, it would be a historic Super Bowl. And I think the public does like Kansas City to make it and possibly win it. Everyone's been riding on Kansas City all season, but I think the NFC uh, championship round winner would determine the Super Bowl winner. Yeah, it's going to be, it's really going to be interesting. I have to admit, it's going to be a really great pairing of games. Honestly, just looking here at these four teams, Buccaneers, Packers, Bills, and Chiefs, all, all four of them deserve the Super Bowl. I mean, they've all been great teams. If I have to admit, I would say the Buccaneers out of the, kind of had their ups and downs this season. But, again, going to be a great finish to the season. Hopefully issues with COVID. I mean, that would just suck if, you know, come and, you know, let's say like Mahomes or something gets the Super Bowl. I mean, that would just be devastating. So, fingers crossed on that aspect. But I wanted to pass it over to you. The, the listeners, I know you're the NBA guy. So tell us what's going on in the world of the NBA. Any more drama? Yeah, Kevin Porter Jr., we have an update on him. Uh, we're, we are rooting for the guy. The Rockets have acquired him. They gave it uh, – the Cavs sent him to Houston for a second-round pick. You know, we are rooting for that guy. Hopefully he can overcome his demons. But, uh, yeah, we had a pretty good day. Yesterday and the day before, yesterday the Lakers beat the Bucks one thirteen to one of six. That was a very interesting game. And then uh, just a couple nights ago, we had the Celtics Sixers game. Sixers ended up winning that one. And the most talked about game this week was Wednesday. The Cavs Nets were playing. It went to double overtime. Colin Sexton is a dog. This man is ridiculous. Had forty two points. Was just shooting all over KD. Uh, keep in mind, the Nets were favored by 10 that game. Cavs ended up winning by 12. Colin Sexton, like I said, went off. They are supposed to uh, play again tonight. It's going to be an interesting matchup. I got the Nets in that one. But just keep an eye on the Nets because everyone's been dick riding them in the media all season, especially since they got James Harden. I've been keeping an eye on them. I don't think they are for real. I think they lose in the Eastern Conference Finals. But it has been extremely interesting basketball now that uh, Kyrie is back. Yeah, and I mean, just kind of here into the uh, the stat line there on that the Cavs Nuts game. I mean, how bizarre is that? So you said it went in a double because I I actually didn't watch the game. I didn't even really check the game. I don't really have a dog in that fight. But you said it went in a double overtime, and the and the Cavs won by twelve. What happened in, in double overtime? Did the net? Are we sure the Nets even came back on the floor? Like, how do you lose by twelve when you're in a game going into double overtime? I mean, how does that even happen? There's a few factors. One, it was Kyrie's first game back, and obviously with James Harden and Kevin Durant in the mix, it's going to be uh, quite a while until they can figure out how all three of those can play in their chemistry matches at the same time. But when it did come down to double overtime, James Harden was just not making his threes. It was simple as that. He was three for three before overtime. He ended up finishing the game three of six with uh, 21 points, and there was just too many minutes. James Harden played 51 minutes. Kevin Durant played 50 minutes. Kyrie Irving played 48 minutes. You can't have all those guys doing all the workload. You really need to rely on that bench. Landry Shaman needs to get in the mix, and it's just – it's going to be really hard to see how those that big three manages because a lot of people believe that it, when Kyrie Irving is in the game, the Nets are worse than they are without him, and it's just going to be very interesting to see. KD is out tonight. Uh, but he will come back soon, and hopefully the Nets get the dub on the Cavs. Yeah, no, it's going to be interesting. It's going to be, again, basketball heating up on both sides, NBA and uh, college. But the big story, obviously, heading into the weekend, other than the playoffs here, is McGregor's back in the octagon. 
fighting Dan or yeah, Daniel Poirier. I, I always mess this guy's up, but mess this guy's name up. I actually am looking at it now. It's Dustin Poor. How do you say this guy's name? I, I've never Poirier. even heard of this dude. Poirier. Okay. Anyways, obviously you can tell I'm not the MMA guy. I'm not the UFC guy. But looking at the line here, we got McGregor minus three fifteen. Obviously the favorite. People are hammering McGregor. They love this guy. I mean, what do you see? I know you've kind of paid more attention to UFC throughout the years. Kind of, kind of take me through this one. I don't know too much about this one because they are they have fought before. And correct me if I'm mistaken, but uh, I believe Poirier knocked him out. I wow. could be completely wrong. Someone's probably putting a gun in their mouth as they hear this now, but. <laughs> Uh, I do think Poirier wins this. Keep in mind, I don't know anything about the two. Uh, I do watch UFC like occasionally, probably twice a month, just as my buddies make me. It's but a good drinking I'm, sport. It's a good drinking sport. It really is. But I would I would stay away from this one unless you really know who's going to win. I try to stay away from fighting, but it's going to be an interesting one. From what I hear, it's supposed to be the biggest fight of the year. Yeah, no, absolutely. And just a little fun fact about myself. Again, I, I'm kind of the same way. You know, if the UFC is fight on, if I'm out at a bar and I'm watching it, it's always a good time. But what I love to do, and again, I, this is just me as a, being as transparent as I can. I am not a UFC person by any means. I'm not recommending you do this, but I love hammering the unders on every single UFC fight just because UFC is so physical and it just feels like every single time it's usually a first or second round KO. These guys are just beating the living hell out of each other. I like the same here. McGregor is just a feisty guy. I Again, I don't even know the last time McGregor went over two and a half rounds. So right now, under two and a half rounds sits at minus 180. There's probably some good value there. I'm going to hit it. Probably going to lose my ass on it. But again, just something fun to do. You just kind of – it really makes those first two rounds a little more energized. So that's what I'm going to be doing this weekend. Going to be watching some playoff, some playoff football, maybe watching a little college basketball. Not a ton on for college basketball this weekend, but overall going to be a good weekend for sports. Um, what, what's your big thing to watch this weekend? We're going to be doing another giveaway, so stay tuned for that. Uh, it's going to be a, something like we did last weekend. The best game to me of the weekend is going to be the Packers-Bucks. A lot of people have the uh, Chiefs-Bills, but just keep an eye for that giveaway, and I appreciate all you guys, especially uh, shout-out the dude from Punjab, Pakistan. <laughs> you know who you are. No, absolutely. And that's what I, we actually were just talking about before the uh, before the podcast started today is, you know, we have such a, a great, diverse group of listeners and you guys are always tweeting at us. You're always chirping at us. We love it. We absolutely love it. Um, anywhere from any part of the world. We're hoping to get someone in North Korea. We're, we're hoping to get someone in North Korea. I don't know how you're going to get Internet access, but if we see North Korea pop on there, let us know who you are. Tweet at us again at lock in bets on Twitter. Um, at Lock Sports on Instagram. We're going to obviously have that linked in the description. But, yeah, going to be a great weekend. Hope you guys enjoy the weekend. And I'm going to say it for Spaz just so he doesn't have to waste the breath. But, again, this is going to be a weekend. If you have a dollar to your name, throw it on something. Throw it on something fun. Put it on the under for the McGregor fight. Do something fun with it. Make sure you're spending all your money. This isn't, this isn't a, a conservative show as far as money goes. So put your money out there if you want to be rich. And uh, we'll hear from you guys soon. Peace out, guys. Peace out. Appreciate it.